Welcome to the Biz Nation podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Zab, and this is episode 100. Oh my God, it's time for a party. I'm super excited. So glad you're tuning in. And today's a little bit different and a little bit special. I have my amazing friend, Sid Meadows from the United States, actually tuning in to interview me for this episode. So Sid, thanks for joining me, buddy. It's great to have you here. Oh, Carrie, I'm glad to be here at episode 100. Congratulations to you. That is a, an amazing accomplishment. It is. It is. It feels like yesterday that I started, but at the same time, it's been a journey and it's been a process, but yeah, can't believe the magic 100. And Sid, before we kick off um, with some questions, can you like introduce yourself to the audience? You've been on the show before, but just for anyone that's tuning in new, that would be fantastic. I would be happy to. And just as a reminder, I get to ask the questions today, by the way. Yes. <laughs> well, it's great to be here with you, Carrie, and with all of your listeners. Um, I am Sid Meadows, and I'm a business strategist and high-performance coach, and I work with entrepreneurs and small businesses to help them leverage the power of social media to build their brand and grow their business something I'm super passionate about. Um, there's a lot of changes happening in our world as it relates to how we, um, how we get customers or how our customers find us. And that's what I work with my customers on is helping be sure that they are being found by their customers rather than always going out and looking for customers. So that's me. Fantastic. That's great. Thank you. Good stuff. So are you ready for me to take the wheel? And yeah, dive go in. for it. Take over. <laughs> yep. Okay, there's no pre-scripted questions here, so you have no idea what I'm going to ask you. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> oh, it's great. So, Carrie, talk to us a little bit about Biz Nation and why did you start this podcast? Ooh, okay, straight into the hot seat. Well, I think if we go back to the great freeze of 2020, and I had tried in the past, I actually think it was 2018 or 19 that I'd actually started the podcast and I didn't know what I was doing. I was like anyone starting a podcast. We don't know what we don't know. And yeah, you know, just kind of gave it a bit of a shot. I think I did three episodes. They're out in the never, never of the archive of podcasts somewhere. And at that time, I hated the sound of my voice. I could not stand, I like cringed at every moment and it took like the butterflies were crazy even to turn on the microphone, you know, it was just so foreign. Anyway, so I put out those three episodes and then I think pretty quickly afterwards I shut it down. I was like, nah, can't do this. And then the great freeze came along and we all had extra time and wanted to reach more people and help people. That was my biggest thing. My clients were bleeding. Every The world stopped, you know, if you remember yes, back, the world completely stopped. It was eerie, like it was actually very eerie. And I kind of went on this mission of how can I help those that are in trouble so I opened a Facebook group it's no longer running because you know that's what happens we change and shift and I started the podcast and I thought you know what I've got things in my head that might help others so picked up the microphone again and off I went and then I got a little bit more comfortable and then very addicted and it just snowballed from there and here we are at episode 100. That is so awesome so Carrie, what was that first time that you set everything up and you hit the record button. 
like? What was that like? Were you trying to do a one hit wonder, meaning recording it without having to edit, or did you just like talk and then go back and do all kind of editing? But just talk to us about what that what that was like the very first time you hit the record button. I remember absolutely crapping myself, like one hundred percent, just like I did the first time. So uh, you know, this was like again, it felt like starting again, brand new, straight out of the out of the gate. And I think from memory, I tried to record the whole thing. I had a script and I was reading it and I was just stepping through the different pieces and tried to do it all in one shot. Didn't even contemplate at the time that you can stop and start again. Like it didn't even enter my mind. Thinking back now, I'm like, you idiot, you know, but at the same time, I thought you just had to press record and keep talking. Mm -hmm. So... And yeah, I think the whole time, like I could, I can still hear the nerves in my voice. Like it's ridiculous, but they still exist. They're still there. I did not want to change that because it's a reminder to me sure. of where I started and how far I've come. Well, you know, I think that's one of the greatest things about podcasting is you go on a journey of real growth with this and starting in one place and then continuing to master that craft and whether it's interviewing or doing solo episodes and you get better and you get better and you get better over time. Recently, um, I had someone reach out to me and tell me that they were listening to my podcast and went, oh, that's great. Thanks so much. What episode are you listening to? He goes, oh, well, I started at episode one. And I went, you did what? I'm like, please don't listen to episode <laughs> one. That is all, like one through 10. Please don't listen because I sounded awful. I was using all the wrong equipment. But it does signify how far we've grown as podcasters, and I think that's very important, especially when we're trying to share a message and have impact with the people that are listening to us. Mm, really good point, Sid. I actually went on a little um, rampage in the last few episodes of recapping previous episodes, mm -hmm. and I did it intentionally. There was two reasons to it. I wanted to make some shorter form content, number one, and get some key messages from great interviews that I'd already had. But number two was I actually wanted to go through that process and listen to myself, even though I completely cut myself out of the episodes. It was all about the guest and the value that they brought. I wanted to re-listen to these episodes in an editing form. I think we tune in differently yeah. when we're editing and I wanted to hear what had changed. So doing that more recently, I'm at the point of you can start listening at episode 25, maybe even 30. Like that's and not that it was terrible but we learn. We yes. learn how to interview. We, we learn how to hold the conversation and we learn how to pass the reins to our mm. guest. So, yeah, watching, re-watching or listening to that was awesome. So you said something just a minute ago that I want to go back to, which was listening to your own voice. At what point in this journey did you actually get comfortable with listening to your own voice? Because as podcasters, we you at you edit yours. I don't edit mine. I have someone that does it for me. But I listen to every episode for the quality, the content, make sure it's edited correctly, like where the breaks are and stuff like that. So how long did it take you to get really comfortable with hearing Carrie's voice? I think this is why I go to 25 or 30 because I think it was, it feels like it was that long. And the other thing I have to add into the mix, I think about episode number seven, the camera got introduced Ooh. and it was like, oh, I, I wasn't comfortable with my voice yet. And now, now there's my face. It's like, oh my God, like double whammy. But I 
think at the same time that actually pushed me to become more comfortable quicker. So I was probably comfortable maybe around 15 Mm -hmm. if if I could pick a number. Sure. But but then the better quality came through after 25, 30 type of type of thing. And now I I have to listen, I have to tune in, I watch all of the YouTubes like it's crazy. Like it's 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 actually um yeah, people should be con- concerned <laughs> once they reach <laughs> well, that point. Speaking of that, you know, you've been on this journey and you know, people follow you on their socials or on your socials, they get a little glimpse into your studio and all the cool little things, your two studios. At what point in time did you say it's time to buy all these toys. You know, you don't just have one roadcaster, you got another one. And, you know, for those of you listening, a roadcaster is a podcasting device that you can add music and all kinds of fun things with. But what point did you say, okay, it's time to spend money on these toys? I think for me, that was after you've edited for a while, you start to hear more and you start to tune in and, and listen to you know some background noise or your voice and and editing's painful you know like sometimes as we tune in further we want to make it better and we get so critical of our audio you just reach this point of and and you think you sound good and then you hear somebody else and then you're like I want to sound like that, you know. You start tuning into other people's podcasts and you start hearing more like a, a better quality, no background noise, everything changes and you you flip, you flip into this audio zone and once you're there, you can't get out, by the way. Yep. Like it's just, it's so real. So, yeah, I think it was maybe around about April last year. Okay. Yep, so I'd been podcasting for a year before I decided to up-level the equipment, change the microphone, got the roadcaster. But then I had the roadcaster for a good couple of months before I really started to use yep. it to its maximum potential with all the sound effects, and that was fun. So, you know, we talk a lot about in entrepreneurship, we talk a lot about shiny object syndrome. And, oh, well, let's do this, oh, let's do that, or we could do this to help our customers. Podcasters have the same problem, but with toys, with equipment. Mm-hmm. like. I have this great microphone. It's awesome. But somebody mentioned something to me in a a chat the other day about, well, have I tried this one? And I went, go away from me because that's $100 more than the one that I just bought. And I can't (laughs) right now do this. Please don't put that shiny object in front of me because my wife would kill me if another podcasting tool or something showed up on our doorstep. So we really Mm -hmm. have it, don't we? Once we get started, we want more and more. We do, and sometimes we need to stop ourselves and be satisfied with what I what we've got. But like for you and I, Sid, we've got the same microphone, and we picked that one on purpose yep. because it suits what we're doing, and it's that level of you know we're comfortable with it. It works. Everything's good. But we have friends that have multiple microphones. We have a lot of friends. Like I can think of one straight up that's got fourteen, if not fifteen, microphones. So. Yep. It, it's an addiction. That's the right. toys are real. Oh, I have a tub. I have a tub of like spare parts. So oh, okay. I was like, so what's a tub? Okay, sorry, the language yeah, barrier. Yeah, like there. it's a, 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 a storage, bin, a storage container. container. Okay, yep. got it, got it. And it's got all kinds of things: shock mounts, pop filters, you know, other little microphones, cheaper microphones, different lighting, all the oh all the goodness. toys. And 
Every now and again, I go and dive into the tub and remind myself of all the stuff I don't need to buy. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, Carrie, is it okay if I shift gears on you for a little bit? Go all for right, it. So, I want to talk about podcasting itself and tell us what it is that you really enjoy the most about being a podcaster. Oh, so many things. I think first and foremost is meeting people. You know, actually having the opportunity to connect with people for a reason, you know, reaching reaching out to someone that you've heard on another podcast or someone you've seen on social media and, you know, having that opportunity to connect with them and have a conversation, that's, that's awesome. That is just so, so good. But I think what I really enjoy is the idea that someone's tuning in and someone, I can help someone no matter what it is, you know, you know that I've got a couple of podcasts and there's always ideas bubbling. So no matter which one it is, the idea that someone might tune in and get value or joy, it just, it's just the best feeling ever. Like it's really, really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So what about podcasting do you not like? So let's go the other direction. Talk about what you love, which is meeting people and having great conversations. What about podcasting do you not like? The first one that comes to mind is when the tech goes wrong, which happens a lot. Way too much, way too much. Yeah, right? Like like just a second ago, I had to move the screen because for whatever reason, the icons on my desktop started flickering. And I'm like, don't, 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 not now, not now. And just little things like that when you're in the middle of a recording, you know, or the courier arrives at the front door. It's like, really? Now? You had to right now? Come on. Oh, you that's know? great. I love it. So I have a bird. Oh, I've got plenty. How many do you want? Mine pecks on the window. Oh no. He sees his reflection in the window and he pecks on the window. And there's a few episodes before I got headsets because I did not have headsets. I have in-ear headsets where you have over-the-ear headsets. But before I got them, there's a few episodes you can hear him pecking. I'm like, dude, you need to get them out of here or I'm going to shoot you. Like, go away. (laughs) And he's been here... For nine months, I can't get him to go wow. away. It drives me crazy. But anyways, wow. I mean, there are things like that that really disrupt us and disrupt our flow. Mm. Um, so I appreciate you, you sharing that. So talk about for just a minute, like the biggest, oh no, I did that moment where the, like the biggest mistake that you've made in podcasting or as a podcaster. I think, and I'm pretty, pretty good at this because it's one of those like, like, oh, it's, it's in the brain really hard. I think it was around about episode 27 or 28 and I forgot to hit record. Oh, that happened to me. I kid you not. It was probably at that stage of podcasting. It was probably the best interview that I'd had. It was such a fun conversation. There was lots of value. This person was amazing and everything that they were talking about. And then when we re-recorded it, it wasn't the same. Uh. And I was like 10 times worse when we, and and, you know, like you just sink at that moment when you haven't hit the record button. There's that sinking feeling and you're like, you're looking around like, is there anything I can do? No, I'm done. I'm dusted. That's, that's it. And then you tell your guest, because I was still in studio with the guest, and we rescheduled, and I thought, this is okay. This is the first time I've done this. This is okay. But when we re-recorded, 
I don't know, it was the wrong day for both of us. We weren't in the same vibe. And it was good. Like, Mm. there was still lots of value in the episode, but we didn't have the same banter. We weren't in the same mood, you know? Yeah. So I did that, and at least you had the courage to own up to it. I did not. I just didn't post it, never followed up with her, and she was an executive she's the president of a hospital system and i was humiliated to go to her and say i couldn't i forgot to hit the record button and will you please i just couldn't do it so i called in my little cave and just ignored it (laughs) (laughs) which is easily easily done easily done 100 so carrie when you think about this journey that you've been on of being an amazing podcaster what would you say is the biggest thing that you've learned through the process? We talked about the good and the bad. What would you say that's like, what have you learned the most? I think, yeah, that's a really good question. I think for me, the biggest thing, the thing that I've learned is by doing this for <clears throat> for me and for those that you know I was looking to help, brings you forward it just it makes you so present like you couldn't imagine you know for anyone that's a little bit most of us have at least an element of being introverted Mm -hmm. and and I feel like I was that classic combo you know I'm I'm introverted but then bring me out at the right time it's like the little pop-up little wind-up jack-in-the-box type of thing you know um and it's just amazing the doors that it's opened the opportunities that it's given and to be known, yeah. you know, like that just, like I still pinch myself today, you know, like it's almost two years into the journey of podcasting and people, you know, know who you are, you know, they connect with you on socials and send you a message saying, oh, I've tuned into your pod, to get an email regularly from someone wanting to be a guest on the show you know we've tuned into your show and and you know so and so wants to be a guest it might be from an agency or something occasionally it's direct from the person that wants to be on the show that just blows my mind and and globally too by the way that means you're doing good things people reach out to you to want to be on your show it means they're doing good things and there's something about being a podcaster like When you can do breaking news or when you can introduce a company or a person to your listeners that maybe they're doing groundbreaking stuff and disrupting an industry or they've innovated. There's something about being on the edge of that that I think is pretty cool as a podcaster. Have you ever thought of yourself as being in the media? I I think that's what's starting to surface these days is, you know, it's you're out there you know you're on so many platforms and you're readily available like to google guys seriously google your own name you know like to find out what comes up use an incognito tab and google your own name and see what pops up it's amazing you know some of the stuff that comes up you're like oh i'm actually out there people can find me oh wow there's a concept (laughs) (laughs) well i want to keep going i know we got a few more minutes before we have to wrap up but you do your podcast, Biz Nation, and it ties directly to your business and it supports businesses. And I do as well. And I think personally, I believe that this, all businesses should have a podcast or most businesses should have a podcast. Why, what would you say to any business that's thinking about amplifying their voice about why they should have a podcast? 
I think the biggest piece that comes to mind for this one, Sid, is it's exposure. You know, like it's not even... And, and you know what? I think it's the stuff that we don't see. It's like those that... And, and I used to be involved in um, clients' businesses that would advertise on radio. And there's you don't get a measurable return on investment on your radio ads. But people are hearing it. And when they hear your radio over and like your radio ad over and over again and they're driving in the car and they're tuning in they unconsciously you know for example they might you know hear a plumber's ad on a radio and then they you know two four weeks later a a pipe bursts in their house and they're like oh hang on a minute I keep hearing that ad on the radio but there's no way for the business to measure that it's kind of the same for podcasting yes you can see your downloads you can dive into your analytics but there's a lot of silence in podcasting social media there's people watching and listening and paying attention that we don't know about and it's amazing and I would if we could imagine the stats on that it would just blow our minds absolutely but it just brings us to a whole nother level we get to be human we get to you know be present in a different kind of space and add value help people we're all in business for a reason yes there's dollars and cents involved but you didn't start something Hopefully, you didn't start something just to fill your bank account. You know, there is a a base purpose behind it. There's a why, there's a reason, and it gives you that opportunity to be that person. So one of the things I think you said is really interesting is using the analogy of the radio station and the Mm -hmm. ad that we heard for the plumber on the radio station. Well, unless I've written it down or I have a really good memory, I'm having to go, who is that? What was the name of that plumber? Did they have a catchy tune? And you're racking your brain. But on a podcast, because it's evergreen content, if somebody heard an ad for the same plumber, they could say, oh, wait a minute. I heard that ad on Biz Nation. Let me go back. I know it was about halfway through. Let me go back to that podcast and let me get mm-hmm. the information so now I can call. So there's a lot of power, I think, in helping businesses grow by amplifying their voice and sharing their message to their target audience or to their ideal customer, or to their community, I think there's a lot, a lot of power with it. So um, you and I are in agreement with, um, I think, absolutely uh, most businesses, I'm not going to say all because I don't think it would work for all, but maybe the 80-20 rule, I think most businesses should have a podcast because here's the other thing. You mentioned Google yourself. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I think is important about all this is if you're not controlling the narrative and sharing your story about who you are, what your business does, the problems that you solve for your customer, then your competition is controlling. Mm. So why not step exactly. out there and control your own narrative and control your own destiny? Absolutely. And I think, you know, that connection, whether it's people, not everyone tunes into podcasts, but people that don't tune into podcasts that you know already do business with you or discovered you on a social media platform they become podcast listeners and I think that point that you made Sid about the radio versus the podcast it's there it continues to be there radio comes and goes so if anything your return on investment on a podcast is much higher in that regard because the radio ad is you know for 20 seconds and then it's gone yep. whereas the podcast stays yeah it's so, truly evergreen literally yeah. truly evergreen all right so carrie yeah. i know it's time for us to wrap up 
But before we do, um, I just want to give a big shout out to you for giving me the opportunity to be here to um, have this chance to interview you. It's been an absolute pleasure. And, you know, I will forever be grateful for this little app on our phones called Clubhouse because Clubhouse made our world smaller. It gave us the opportunity Mm -hmm. to connect in a podcasting room that has developed into a friendship. And I appreciate you. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. To all of your listeners, I hope my southern accent from Texas and the United States didn't wear on you too much because it's been a great joy to be here, Carrie. I really, really appreciate you. But as we do start to wrap up, please share with me and with your listeners, what's the future of the Biz Nation podcast? What's it look like? Wow. Okay. So there's another episode dropping right now as well. So 99 and 100 come out practically at the same time. So there's going to be announcements in episode 99 about what's happening and what the future is, but I was going to wrap it up. Wait a minute. Yeah. You're letting episode 99 steal my thunder. No. Oh, that's kind of rude though. I mean, if the announcements are happening in 99, I don't get to break the news. I don't get to do the breaking news. Well, you, you do because you hold the title of 100 cents. So okay, that's, that's got to be said that. out I'll loud. accept that. So you're sharing some insights in 99. So since you've already shared them in 99, can you give it a little bit of a glimpse? Yeah, okay. absolutely. So, and, and this, you know, we're recording this, Sid. So this, you know, obviously you need to know right now what's happening. <laughs> and for those tuning in right, right this second, they might not have time to catch 99. This is true. Let's be honest. Yep. Mm. So I was going to wrap up Biz Nation. I was going to hit the 100 and then I was going to pack it up and put it away. But, you know, that's tough. That's actually really, really tough. When you started something so long ago and you reach this milestone, then you have these ideas about, oh, hang on a minute, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm, and I knew I wouldn't be. So I think that's why there hasn't been talk of it sooner. Um, but yeah, I can't wrap it up. I have to continue what I started and keep being present and keep helping people is, is always where it comes from. So the next season, season three of Biz Nation is going to be directed to help people with their finances. A lot of people fear the numbers, don't understand them, get confused by them, put the blinkers on. And I don't want that. I want people to be comfortable. I want them to understand the basics of their numbers, if nothing else. And yeah, just, you know, hopefully it helps them in their business. It's still about business. It's still about the help and support and the value that I can bring. But we're going to talk numbers. So I see your eyes just glistening when you mention that. And it is a from a, somebody that knows you. I know that numbers are really important, something you're super passionate about. But in business, it's also something that's very important that business owners and business leaders understand. So I'm really excited that you're going to be sharing the numbers and talking about it and why we need to know it. So I'm excited to tune in to season three. So Carrie, when will season three kick off? Uh, Just a couple of weeks. Okay. Like I think it's maybe even, I can't remember my schedule right now, (laughs) but it could even be next week. Awesome. Well, I'm excited yeah. for you. It's been my honor to be here with you today. To all your listeners, thank you. Thank you for letting me take the mic. And uh, I really enjoyed this podcast, Carrie. And uh, more importantly, though, I enjoy our friendship and I appreciate you very much. 
Oh, thank you, Sid. And, and honestly, I have to just say, like, agree with you 100%. Clubhouse brought, brought us together. It definitely made the world small and it came at a perfect time to connect with other people globally. And um, I appreciate the friendship that we've built from that platform. And, you know, we catch up on a regular basis, which is really, really cool. And I appreciate you so much doing this interview and swapping seats with me and almost almost taking over the show. <laughs> almost. Uh, well, maybe one almost. day I'll sneak in and uh, take and do a ta- do a takeover. Like totally, oh, that would be kind of fun. We've talked, <laughs> we've talked about that. We do need to schedule that. That will be really, yeah, really be cool. Fun. So, Sid, thank you so much, buddy. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Carrie.